Hey, happy Monday to everybody. Thank you for joining us once again for another episode of the Sideline Junkies Redskins Post Game Edition. Myself, I'm Brian. I got KG with me. What's going on, KG? What's happening, man? How you feel? Hey, I'm feeling good, but I know you're feeling at the Redskins victory, baby. Well, you know, today is one of those days that I like to call uh, Take Your Pants Off Monday. Thank you, David Aldrich, for that. Yeah, I don't know about them take your pants off Monday, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, um, yesterday's podcast, uh, everybody except you picked against the Redskins. Um, you know, everybody had their good reasons, but they went into Jacksonville, and it's stuff you can pick apart about this game left and right, quarter by quarter, play by play, but they did what they had to do to get the victory. So, um Josh Johnson, fourth quarterback of the season, has led them to a victory, man. What's your take on that? Well, with Josh, uh, excuse me, I had to adjust my headphones there. With Josh Johnson, I told you yesterday, he wasn't going to blow the doors off. But he did what he was supposed to do. He managed the game well. But one thing that surprised me was the way he used his legs. Um, nine carries, 49 yards. I can't get mad at that. He did what he's supposed to do. And he's a, they, you know, they talked about it on the broadcast. That's his uh, ability is when he feels trouble and it's time for him to run, he can take off and he goes. And the best part about it is when he's getting ready to run, he tucks that ball and he goes. So I, I got no qualms about him, um, but he did what he's supposed to do. And and this is the point I wanted to bring up, and I've said this the last two weeks. Um, ever since they signed Josh Johnson, you know, you can say that, you know, he hasn't got a chance for various reasons. And um, a lot of what I say on the show is about coaches adapting to their players. Now, let me read you a stat line from a quarterback yesterday that um, led their team to their third straight victory, I believe it is. Uh, passing yards, 131, one touchdown, running yards uh, for the same person, quarterback, 95 yards, 5.3 at, at, uh, attempts per carry. That's Lamar Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. That's Lamar Jackson. Now, my thing is, is this the first – is this the first time the Redskins have come from behind for a victory this season? Yes, it is. It actually is. So, I mean, it's a lot to digest here. But I think that, you know, yeah, Cap could have came in and did the same thing. He's kind of the same person, maybe a little bit more accurate. But, you, you know, I always say you can't you can't judge until you have uh, competent people in it. You can't judge receivers when you have nobody to throw them to. You can't judge um you know, quarterback if they have no offensive line. So, you know, vice and, – and the list goes on and on. But Josh Johnson got his chance. He led the team down there to a victory, um, last-second field goal. And he did what he's supposed to do, KG. This is his game. Yes. Uh, yes, indeed. But to add the help that, that was needed, and that's uh, – Adrian Peterson. It was a couple grinded out runs, 
towards the end of the game that Adrian Peterson, and that's what AP was brought here for. When you got time to kill a clock, you need a running back that's going to hold on to the ball, number one. Number two is actually going to pick up positive yards. AP on that last drive, he just ran so hard. He was money. And I'm like, that alone right there kind of made me say, you know what? Yeah, he, he's trying to help Josh Johnson out. And mind you, when they signed Josh Johnson, we were all like, who? And we named 10 to 12 quarterbacks that were better sitting on the free agent market. But he, he, I have a problem with that because better and whose offense? Ah, that's the key question there. It, it, this, is, this is the point I keep trying to drive home. If you have good coaching and you have somebody that's going to come in here and be like, look, what you do is not what Alex Smith do. It's not what Colt McCoy does. And it's not what Mark Sanchez ever did. Okay? So now I have to rearrange my offense for you. We have to put in new stuff for you. We have to put in the read option for you. We have to put in some bootlegs, some rollouts, some different. I can move the pocket around. I can play around a little bit. Because you got wheels. The only thing, if if I have to, if I'm if I'm Jay Gruden, I'm like, look, kid, I love your passion, but slide. I need you to slide, okay? Because he got a little Colt McCoy in him. He's going head first into first downs and trying to get yardage. Mm-hmm. Can't afford another quarterback to go down. You, you know what I'm saying? But you couldn't have wrote it out more perfect. I mean, he didn't have any turnovers. Um, like I say, you know, he's not, he's going to be all, it's certain guys that's going to be all purpose guys and their run is going to open up the passing. And and, that, and that's what you saw yesterday with Lamar or what you've seen the last three or four weeks with Lamar Jackson. And then that's what you're going to see with Josh Johnson if he's utilized properly. Right. Right. Uh, but with Josh Johnson, you know, especially a quarterback that's new to a system. You don't throw the whole entire playbook at him and say, hey, go win. You can't do that. He's new to the system. I mean, he, I'm not going to say new. He's trying to get himself uh, refamiliarized. So that's where the short throws come in. But the receivers have to help him. All of them. Receivers, tight ends, they have to help. Because he put a couple balls on the money that would drop. And that's been uh, – Mark Sanchez had that problem last week when he started. And uh, you know what? Everybody, oh, Mark Sanchez is a bum. No, he played the way he was supposed to play. He was very frustrated. He was frustrated in the Eagles game. He was frustrated in the, uh, matter of fact, the Giants game because they were dropping balls. And right then and there, once you start dropping balls at a serious rate, okay, practice is over. Go work on the jugs machine. I want everybody, every receiver, every tight end, a thousand catches on the jugs machine before you go home. Well, I mean, we already know this team has a problem with, well, I'm not going to say the whole team. Certain players on this team have, have a problem with practicing hard. That so, is true. And you that's, know the, that's the, the atmosphere. Yes, the complaints about uh, practicing on a Wednesday in pads because we don't normally practice in pads. Well, you're trying to get off the schneid. You're on a losing streak. You're trying to do something different to get yourself back in the win column. 
obviously what you're doing on a regular basis is not working because you're losing. I mean, that sounds like they probably go together, right? I mean, if you're losing, yeah. if you're losing and you're consistently getting ran on, you're consistently getting passed on, it's, you might have to tweak something because what you're doing isn't working. And at some point you have to be like, you know what? This is not working. We have to try something else. But you know something that I say? Um, I, I say how much film study is being done? I mean, not just film study as a team, but film study individually. How much film study are the D linemen doing with this every offensive line they're checking? Okay, this guy has a tendency to, you know, rock a little bit before the snap. Or this guy has a tendency, you know, when they call this certain protection, he has a tendency to pull this way, and I know I can get in through it. How much of that is being done you, by you, everyone? You wonder that. I wonder that because, like, that's simple scouting. That's simple. If you got good scouts and, you know, good people on the video to – I mean, because this is professional, ladies and gentlemen. You have your video scouts and stuff that look at this stuff and and put a report together for Jay and the staff. Like, look, this is what we need to look for. And you wonder, just like a lot of people have wondered about Washington's training staff, you wonder if this staff is up to par or not because you're making the same mistakes every week. You're getting beat on the same things every week. So at what point do you say, and and I get the feel that, you know, they're running their scripted plays in practice, but like, no, 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 just worked in practice. This is play 78. We have to run this now. This is this is how we practiced it. And it almost feels like that because you know, you go into these games and there's no adjustments made and there's no, uh, you know, okay, we ran this play and they bit on it hard and they stopped it. We're going to show it to you again, but we got something else. We got a wrinkle in it this time. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's none of that there. So, um, KG – they they got their hands full next week. Yes, it's a uh, it's a win out. It's every from here on out, the Redskins are already in the playoffs. Is it, the and it, the playoffs are only here in Landover. Um, but they're in the playoffs. They have to win the next game in Tennessee, which is going to be a challenge. And then you got Nick Foles back at the helm in Philadelphia. And the offense looked like it was moving a little bit better. They beat the Rams yesterday. So um, that's nothing to shake a stick at. No, not not at all. And, but see, you got to – the Rams, you got to get up on the – I'm not sorry, the Titans. You have to get up on the Titans very early to take the run game out of it. If they can put up 14 points quickly and make them pass – you can stop Marcus Mariota. It's Derrick Henry that you have to worry about. Once Derrick Henry becomes a threat, then the threat of the, the play action, he can go over the top. But if you make Marcus Mariota pass, I still think he's having a problem with uh, his hands. Where uh, They said his fingers were going numb early in the season. I know so, that feeling. Yeah. So uh, if Mariota is still having those problems, which I really think, you know, I understand you want to be a competitor, but that, that's your health, brother. Not something you really want to take too lightly. 
Uh, but if he's having those problems and that's why they're relying on the run so heavy, make them pass. And Go up quickly. I'm glad you said that. They only had 78 yards passing against the Giants, but they had 221 on the ground, and Derrick Henry went for 33 attempts, a buck 70, and two touchdowns. So you, that's a horse coming in here. That's a Clydesdale coming in here next week. Well, no, I'm sorry, not coming, but – in Tennessee that you have to face. And this team, KG, they let 172 into the Jaguars. And most of that was – half of that was Cody Kessler. Or a little bit, right. a little bit less than half because Cody Kessler had uh, 62, 68 yards running on six attempts. So, um, But now you got Marcus Mariota that's probably five times better than Cody Kessler at running. Uh, just running. We're not talking about passing because – Tennessee is having their struggles passing too, but when you have to deal with that, it's kind of you. I know they're not this. I don't want to. I don't want to call it the same thing because I don't want to compare Josh Johnson to Marcus Mariota. But if you look at it, they kind of trying to win the same way. KG, right? Ball control, uh, run the ball. You know, eat up the clock, time of possession. But now on the flip side. If they can hold Marcus Mariota to a Cody Kessler type game, Cody Kessler yesterday was nine to seventeen, fifty-seven yards and a crucial interception late in the fourth. Um, if they can hold them to hold Marcus Mariota to that type of stat line, they have a chance to win. But you gotta keep Mar- Marcus Mariota in, you know, in the pocket, keep him behind the line of scrimmage. Don't because he he showed throughout his career, his college career, that he's a gifted runner at quarterback absolutely and and that's why i was saying you're getting somebody that you're playing that's five times better at running the ball than cody kessel was you gave up almost 70 yards to cody kessel what you think marcus mariota and derrick henry is going to do to you that's they have to figure out something whether they become more aggressive um i, I me personally i'm putting seven eight in the box i'm not i don't care about tennessee's passing game Mm-hmm. If you if you beat me passing, I need Josh Norman. I need all those guys, Swearings and Dicks. I need all those guys on their game with no miscommunication. Look, we, we leaving y'all out there on the island. We got to stop these guys up front. Now, see, for me, I want DJ Swearinger in the box. I want Ha Ha Clinton Dix as my high safety. Not saying that DJ can't cover, but DJ is a lot more physical. Absolutely. In the box, I guarantee. I, I guarantee. I, I agree with you hundred percent. It's like almost having another linebacker in there, right? So DJ in the box, you know, that's your seventh man in the box right there, and haha on, on, up top. Uh, that means that uh, uh, Josh Norman is going to be on the island. But if Josh Norman is going to be on the island, he has to play. Like the number one corner that he's supposed to be. I'm not going to knock him. I'm not going to, you know, get on him about anything. But he has to play like a number one corner. You're not playing little sisters of the poor here. Yeah, I agree with you. Like I said, you know, like like we just said, the Tennessee pass game isn't what scares you. You know, once they get running on the ground, and you put that seventh and eight man creep up there in the box, and then, then they go over top. That's what's that's what's killing people, right? You know, it's just not you know they Marcus Mariota is not sitting back there like Drew Brees just picking people apart. 
So it one one thing sets up another thing, and that's what I want to see the Redskins do it more of. Hey, we're gonna fake this. We're gonna sell this hard. The Statue of Liberty play. <laughs> we're gonna sell this hard, and I want you to bite on it and let Crowder or Doxon get in an open space and work. You know, let Vernon Davis get in an open space and work. That that's what you're looking for. Now, looking at this Tennessee roster, of course, uh, Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis on offense, they, they're, they're the ones that scare you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Of course, Marcus Mariota, they, they scare you. That, that's very scary. But looking at their receivers, Cameron Batson, Corey Davis, Darius Jennings, Jennings Tajay Sharp, and Taiwan Taylor, tell me right now why – I mean, don't get me wrong. The Redskins receivers don't really put Finn DB's hearts either. But tell me why we're not shutting these guys down. It, I agree with you 100%. And that's where it comes in. Like, if you're going to commit to stopping their run, those guys we mentioned, they have to be on their A game. They have to know that it's no help back here. Mm-hmm. When, we, when we're doing certain things, it's no help. Now, me, if I'm the defensive coordinator for the Redskins, I'm telling my guys up front, hey, go see if Mariota's hand is numb. They're going to be like, what you mean? I want to see the nerve. That's how close I want you to be to him. Yeah. Show me which nerve it is that's making his hand numb and report back to me, soldier. That's what I – I'm coming all game. Make I'm going to make them pass. We're, we're blitzing. We're coming. We're being aggressive all game. And then we're going to show it a couple of times. And we're going to drop. We're going to only send two people on rush. Just, just mixing it up. Right. Listen, everybody on the field is going to have a blitz, a drop back. And I guess I've seen it a lot because Greg Williams was in Buffalo for a long time. I've seen a lot of a lot of his defense. He was in. He was here for a long time. I've seen and a lot of his stuff. Him being here, I mean, I always knew he was a a defensive monster, but I started calling him a defensive genius because I seen him take parts and make it a top 10 defense. But that's good coaching. Exactly. That's understanding I know you can't do this, but I know what you can do, your strengths, so I'm not going to set you up for failure. I'm not going to – and that's 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 not what I – I don't see that from Jay Gruden. I don't see that from this staff. I don't see that – we're going to play to your strengths. They, of course, they did a lot of read option with Josh mm-hmm. this past Sunday, but you got to get more creative. It, you, it's nothing to lose at this point. Exactly. It's nothing and, to lose. And you know something? Sitting here and I'm listening to you, uh, you talking about having seven in the box, but, you know, camouflaging it. You don't know who's coming, who's dropping. I remember at one point in time, I believe this is under Jim Hazlitt, they would drop Ryan Kerrigan back into coverage, like to cover the flats. And whenever they mm-hmm. did that, they would try to throw over him, and Ryan Kerrigan would always pick it off. Do different things. That's all That's all I'm saying. Go in there, and I, 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 at this point, I want to see both both sides. I, I understand it's a game to play and it's a strategy, but we've been conservative all year as the Redskins. I want to see aggressive. I want to see – people coming in. I want to see because if you notice, I don't know if you notice, like I noticed, when the Redskins blitz, it's like a wall comes up and nobody gets through. Yeah. You know, it's so no pressure. No pressure at all. They sent five, they sent six. 
offensive line picks everybody up. And but it's no- been like that for the last two to three years. Yeah. They're going to have to figure out a way to get in the backfield to get Mariota to do things that he doesn't want to do and get him uncomfortable. So um, the keys to this game, KG, the keys to the Redskins going to Tennessee and come out with a W. What's your keys to victory? Well, offensively, uh, don't put too much pressure on Josh Johnson. Don't put too much pressure on him to win, I should say. Um, You have Adrian Peterson. You have a certified Hall of Famer in your backfield, okay? You take Vernon Davis and Jeremy Sprinkle. You got Matt Flanagan. This is one of them times where you got to say, you know what, we got to control the ball. If you're going to run, run. You know Sprinkle can catch. You know Vernon Davis can catch. I'm not sure about Matt Flanagan, but, hey, you about to find out now. Go three tight end, pound the rock, control the clock. That's your best asset on offense, control the clock. And then just when they think they can put eight in the box and you got three tight ends out there, you go play action, let Vernon leak out, and let him use his speed. He's a little older, but he's still fast. You keep giving him that look. On defense, uh. If they depending on who's starting on the other side of uh, Josh Norman, I don't know if it's going to be Fabian Moreau. I don't know if it's going to be Greg Strowman. It might be Danny Johnson. I don't know. It might even be Joshua Housley. I don't know. But whoever's over there, and if you like, we say if you use Ha Ha Clinton Dix as your uh, free safety, and you move him from strong to free, and you let him play over the top, he needs to shade over whoever else. Josh Norman, you're on the island. This is Norman Island. The hell with Reavers Island. Reavers Island burnt down years ago. Now it's Norman Island. And that's what it has to be. And Matt Ioannidis has to break free early and often and get up the middle. Uh, Deron Payne got to let his presence be known. Jonathan Island. Uh, the linebackers, Ryan Anderson. Hopefully Zach Brown played pretty goddamn good uh, yesterday. So did Mason Foster. Hopefully those guys really get in there and they get to it. The showstopper, Ryan Kurgan, gets off and he gets a couple of sacks. Um, I like Josh Harvey Clemens when he actually comes in. Preston Smith is another one. These guys, just they got to get the pressure there. When, when the blitz is coming, I don't want to see bull rush. I need to see moves where y'all are clogging everything up. And when they try to run, I want to see – uh, uh, Derrick Henry bottled up, and he if he's going to escape, he better shake five or six people to escape. He better look like Barry Sanders. Like, when he moves, everybody should move with him. That's just my opinion. And it's a good one, brother. Um, Tennessee's coming in, uh, ranking a number nine ranked total yards uh, defense. Um, they're letting in a buck ten on the ground a game. Uh, two eighteen in the air. So, so here's well, a buck ten on the ground is good. Now, if Adrian Peterson runs for a buck ten, that's an automatic win for the Redskins because he's going to get at least a touchdown. Well, I, I I don't think now with the dynamic we have with Josh Johnson. Now, don't get me wrong; anything's possible. But I think the threat of Josh running should open up everything else. And and as long as he picks his spots and Turn like like everything else. Turnovers is key. And when you got a, a scrambling quarterback, protect the ball, slide, get out of bounds. Don't take unnecessary hits. Don't you know? Try to get too fancy back there with the ball, okay? Because you got two teams that's coming here 
playing kind of the same type of game, run the ball, control the clock, play some good defense, okay? Um, on defense, for me, you have to tackle, gang tackle, whatever you have to do. It can't be a whole bunch of missed tackles, miscommunications, missed lane assignments. You're going to, if, you, if you see any of that, Dirk Henry's gone. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the end of that. On, um, back on offense, let Josh Johnson go. Stop holding back the playbook. You're playing for your life. You're playing for your season now. Josh got the arm. He put a, a, a real good ball to uh, Malcolm Floyd on uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey yesterday. Did you see that? Yes. Okay. So it's there. It's there. Unleash it. Let him go. He's going to take some pressure off the O-line because he can get away. And, hey, man, put your hands in the dirt Put yeah, and get ready to play. You know, and just like you talked about on defense, Josh and Ormo, your superstars have to come to play. They have to come to play. They have to be ready to go. It can't be no misassignments. It can't be no miscommunication where, you know, somebody's free down the middle of the field. You can't have any of that. You got to tighten this up. And I know it's possible because I see teams do it on a weekly basis. They don't have miscommunication issues every week. Mm-hmm. You're going to have miscommunication issues every now and again with human, but you watch the better defensive teams in this league, and it's ver- they shoot themselves in the, f- the foot very, very few, very few times. So um, it's going to be a close game, I think. I don't think that, you know, definitely not going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be one of those. It, it might be another whoever has the ball last. Can we get down the field? Can we get a field goal? 17, 14, 2017 type games. So I'm looking hey, I'm looking for the same kind of stat line for Josh Johnson. I think he's gonna have about about seventy yards rushing. I'm gonna give him about hundred and seventy yards passing. And I, I think they could come out it just for me, my concern is on defense because they haven't proved that they can stop the run over the last right. five weeks. So and you got a battering ram coming in and Derrick Henry. You know something I thought about just now sitting here. You remember uh, <laughs> the old fifty-two defense? Yes, sir. I play it on Madden now. That's what that's what's needed right now. The fifty-two defense. Ah, uh, do you have the linebackers to play? Because you got five people on the line. You only got two linebackers. So what's that? Mason Foster and, and Zach Brown. I would actually use uh. I would actually use uh, Zach Brown and Mason Foster on the line as an extra lineman and uh, let Josh Harvey Clemens play in the middle because he's a little bit smaller and he's a little bit quicker. He's just young, but he's a little bit quicker and, than everybody else. And, and, and like we say, man, you, this is where you play around. Let let Ha Ha sit up top. You play 52, let Ha Ha sit up top. Let DJ Serenger play one of the linebacker, put Mason beside him. Hey, and, and, and you just keep, and you don't have to play that look all game. No, but you give that look mm-hmm. just enough to say, "Oh shoot, what are they doing?" Yep. Um, uh, time out, time out, time out, time out. Then you come out with something totally different. Yep. You make them burn the time out. Make them just—it's all about. It's a chess game. It's a chess yes. game. Like, hold up, why is DJ Swanger? This is a fifty. This is what's going through Mark. He, he this is a fifty-two defense. Dirt DJ Swanger wanted the the dime, but what? Oh. Now you're looking around. That, that that's right there. When you get that, you won. 
Mm-hmm. He won already. Because now, you, you, you know, you got him backpedaling. But we shall see. Um, now, Josh Harvey Clemens, six foot four, two thirty at linebacker. Six foot four. Yeah. And he doesn't look like a linebacker at all. In college, he was a, a safety. But he does not look like a linebacker. He looks like an extra uh, strong safety. Amen. But I love his speed and I love his quickness. I just want to see him be that that uh, X factor. Well, they're going to get their chance coming up. They, like I said, next next two games are they're fighting for them lot for their lives, playoff lives. Um, they they've been in a slide. They got the victory. Need did what they need to do yesterday and got the victory. So coming up is another big test. So we'll see what the Redskins are made of coming up. So yeah, uh, both the Redskins and the Titans sit in the AC respectively in the AFC and the NFC. So you know a loss to knock the Redskins out, but uh, the Titans they're 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 alive and kicking sitting behind the Colts and the Ravens right now. All three teams are eight and six. It's going to be a hell of a last two weeks of football. Yes, indeed. Because it, this season, it's a, it's a lot of moving around. You could possibly see the Chiefs go from hosting and having a, a, a bye to being in a wild card game. Depending indeed. On, depending on what goes on. You can see the Steelers go from hosting a home playoff game to being in a wild card and going to Baltimore. For, right. So it's just a lot of crazy things can happen, and that that cloud will clear up a little bit more next week. So, well, you already had the Texans jump over the Patriots to the number two spot, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And they played some good football, man. I remember the, the first couple of weeks of the season, they were killing me on my picks, but I knew once that train got going, it was uh it was going to be you know hard to stop. So, yeah, hey, man. We didn't. Well, we didn't birthday ears off enough. They'd take them. Yeah. Take them up. Take us up out of here. What well, you already know? Our home right here on Anchor FM. Uh, you can hear us on Pod, <laughs> Spotify, Podbean, Podchaser, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Play Music and Podcast, Apple iTunes in the podcast section. Uh, Breaker, Pocket Cast, you know, most of your streaming services, we're on them. Uh, you want to reach us social media, Sideline Junkies on Twitter and Instagram, Sideline Junkies 247 at gmail.com is our email. On Facebook, Sideline Junkies colon podcast. And don't forget, SidelineJunkies.com is still up, still running, uh, updated every couple of days with new shows and everything. So if you can't find out what platform we own, you can always hit it there. And, we, and also we would like, like to thank our sponsor, the infatuation. If you haven't check them out, they are infatuation.com. They have an iOS app an Android app. Uh, you'll probably hear the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, 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 ad <laughs> after this with me talking, but it's a food app. 22 major cities across the uh, world. Um, if you have trouble thinking about something to eat, trying to find things to eat, that is the app for you. Just check it out. Really cool. Um, find you something good and new to eat. So um, that's it for us tonight. 
um, myself, Brian, KG, Redskins, wrap up with the sideline junkies. We out of here. We are out.